0: Time for some overlooked Stocks. George Tillis has been looking at movers that you missed in today's session. Uh, We've got some interesting stuff here, George. Uh, Bone Biologics, Fibro Animal Health, and Clean Harbors. I want to start with Fibro Animal Health, because I've been watching a lot of Yellowstone, and uh, what they feed those cows is pretty important, from what I understand, if I'm following the plot correctly so far. And uh, this company you've got might be uh, of interest to uh kevin costner's guy <laughs> blanking on his name uh, all right go ahead george what is this right, company so no,
1: yeah so basically you know it's a nutrition and health company that uh, focuses primarily on animal health and it's not just you know nutritional supplements and protein enhanced foods for uh, domestic animals uh, but also the big focus for uh for uh, fibro animal health is really about the uh, the commercial animals these are again you know poultry uh, you know cattle for, uh, for dairy uh, and of course uh, pork uh, which is a big market for them in China. Uh, but overall when we talk about you know health of, uh, of folks because of COVID-19, we also sort of forget about the needs and the, uh, the absolute uh, necessity of animal health, particularly those that are not domesticated but those that are utilized for food production. So when it comes down to increasing uh, you know protein yield as well as production of an animal, uh, but also got to keep in mind that there's a lot of environmental, Elements behind, uh, you know, raising animals for um, for feedstock, uh, animal health is really important. So that's really where, where Fibro uh, fits in when it comes down to the uh, the place for, you know, animal nutrition, animal vaccines, uh, and other things like animal antibiotics, which is another area of uh, of their medical science.
0: Okay, so uh, this is a pretty interesting stock in the context of a uh, market that keeps. Pushing uh, inflationary narratives and uh, pricing power uh, for commodities uh, makers generally. So uh, I'm surprised to see that the stock has been down trending for about seven months. Um, it seems like the upgrade today from Barclays certainly is making a difference. But uh, overall, pretty rough trade to be in the second half of last year.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's gonna be brought up. I mean, I looked at the chart as well, OJ, and since around July, I mean, it was trading around $28 or $29, so it's been down considerably, and I think it really has to do with some, perhaps, of its perhaps its growth prospects. And so now, th- they did report last quarter's earnings where they demonstrated about 10% top-line sales growth, but I actually went back and looked over the last five years on an annualized basis, and its top-line sales on an organic basis have been barely about 2%. So overall, it's not a very large company, from the standpoint of sales as well as sales growth, I think you have to keep in mind that you know Fibro Animal Health is one nutritional and, and of course uh, medicines-based company for animals. But there's a lot of major competitors that includes companies like Pfizer, Eli Lilly, which again, you know, don't just uh, supply medicines to uh, to people, but they also have big animal divisions in which they actually compete pretty aggressively with smaller companies like Fibro, which. A market cap standpoint, is around 880 million dollars. Uh, overall, you know, looking at the balance sheet, they have about 98 million in cash, but I did notice they have about 400 million dollars in debt. So maybe the debt conditions, also on a relative basis to its equity position, had uh, had kept the uh, the stock to the sort or kept a little bit of a pressure on the stock. Hmm. But the consensus estimates uh, overall, because of the uh, upgrades from Barclays, I don't think it's going to move the needle too much. They did move it. Equal weight from underweight, so we're talking about a stock that's got basically an underweight to hold rating now, based on the consensus analysts, which are about four or five, uh, and their consensus price target on the stock is about twenty-one dollars, which is right around where we're at right now. So don't expect too much from the company, but I do think it's an interesting area that may have been underappreciated in the sense that you know we've been so much focused on you know the health of the general population because of COVID. We also forget that, uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, animal health needs that are not just domestic, but also globally. If we have some sort of a swine flu kind of outbreak, that could be detrimental to food production globally, and that could certainly be accretive to companies like Fibro.
0: That's right, okay, all right. Uh, George, uh, interesting find. Uh, Definitely uh, a very overlooked stock. Uh, How about Bone Biologics, BBLG? This is a medical devices company. Uh, that uh, specializes in bone regeneration in, in the spine?
1: It is, yeah. So this is today's runner, OJ, so Bone Biologics. It uh, actually IPO'd back in uh, in January of last year. So it's been around for uh, close to one year. Uh, the stock has been all over the map. I mean, today it was higher by over 50 or so percent at one point in time. But it's an early development company. It's a pre-revenue, I'll, I'll stress that, uh, company in the biotech space, primarily their therapeutics focus on um, on bone regeneration, you know everything from spinal cord inju- uh, uh, injuries, orthopedics, uh, plastic reconstruction surgery, sports medicine, uh, anything that's osteostimulative. In other words, bone regeneration and bone strength is their focal point. Now, one of the things you got to keep in mind with stocks like this: first off, you know it's pre-revenue, that that presents quite a bit of risk. The second thing is market cap. Uh, $53 million. So it's very small, which means it can be easily pushed around on some news. And today, the news on the company was that uh, it presented some apparent positive results. I was able to find them uh, at an H.C. Wainwright conference uh, that, again, reportedly was a catalyst uh, for some reason uh, that pushed the stock to the upside. But I can't confirm the news on the stock. There wasn't really any scientific data primarily mm. that seems to have been released based on this news. Uh, so you know you have to stress, uh, or I must stress caution when you're looking at a stock like this. Now, anything is tradable. There's no doubt. OJ, uh, especially a company like this, it's pre-revenue with momentum and volume. Uh, one way to certainly you know participate in something like this is looking at again uh, five-minute charts. If uh, you do see two consecutive closes of the first five minute, that certainly can be uh, one of the things you could utilize as a trader uh, to capture some momentum. But overall. Uh, like I said, uh, you know, pre-revenue based company with not a lot of data. And actually today, uh, I didn't see any clinical data that was reported by the company. And in fact, if you look at the uh, the stock price back in October, uh, it was trading at $18 and it, it declined significantly, most likely because of some clinical uh, uh, trial issues.
0: Okay. All right. Uh, so, Look for confirmation on what exactly, what happened at the presentation. I mean, when you're up uh, 80% at one point, make sure you got all your ducks in a row if you're trying to uh, trade the stock at this point after such an explosive move. Uh, All right, so uh, the power of virality though uh, as this stock pick up a lot of attention online today all right hey uh, george last one clean harbors real quick give us a 60 second take on a stock that's up four percent environmental and industrial services uh recycles oil as well
1: yeah it does so you know one of the things about uh, what's going on this market right now there's a lot of opportunities in areas that are more traditional based and clean harbors is one of these companies they are a wastewater And uh, as you mentioned, also in the refining space, a recycler of of energy as well. So it's more of a a safety, clean-based business when it comes down to environmental safety and cleanup. Uh, It's a traditional-based business, uh, and in fact, uh, highly regulated. And sometimes you have to consider the nature of highly regulated businesses. They're uh, they're immune to a lot of competition, and sort of they're, they're regulated into profitability. Now, the stock was higher today, and Raymond James actually uh, uh, came out with a, uh, a call on the stock. They have it a, a, as a, uh, upgrades this to, to a strong bra- uh, buy from outperform. They actually see the most recent decline of about twenty percent as an opportunity. They've got a one hundred twenty-five dollar price target on a stock that they really can't determine why is down uh, post earnings and down uh, as of the last uh, couple months or so pretty significantly, and so. Overall, I mean, its top-line sales growth reported last quarter was up about 22%, and EBITDA margin growth was up about 25% for a company uh, which uh, doesn't face a lot of competition when it comes down to waste management, water Mm. uh, recycling, as well as, again, environmental services. The company does have a couple of catalysts. It recently secured a pretty significant contract from a company uh, we know about, 3M, uh, which is a major manufacturing conglomerate, but also- uh, is going to probably benefit from an acquisition recently made of a company called HydroClean, which also what Raymond James mentions in their call. So, again, maybe an opportunity in a stock that was uh, prematurely or overtly sold off uh, in the environmental waste management business, which is typically quite profitable industry group.
0: All right, George, nice find. Some diamonds in the rough here today. Uh, companies up in an overall down market still. Thanks, George, for the Overlook Stocks of the center.